I may talk about anything. Chances are, it's gonna be political, sexual, relational, or just plain fucking mental. What you hear is what you get. But it should be angry. Welcome to the Tim Baxter Show. Welcome to the Tim Baxter Show. Um, It is not unusual for a company to raise prices. In fact, in a capitalistic society during an inflationary period, I I kind of expect prices to go up because companies are trying to squeeze blood out of a turnip. Now, I constantly hear the corporate greed empowering conservatives scream about limiting regulations as this is going to save us from the inflationary beasts. But as I look across a sea of industrial gluttony, I ask myself, is it regulation that's causing spikes in prices, or is it price gouging? Well, let's look at the culprits in both my current home of Canada and the country of my origin, the good old U.S. of A. See, in Canada and USA, we're in a period that prices are going up on gas, food, power, and everything else. I see constant bitching from people in the U.S. that prices are going up there, as well as here in Canada. Who should we blame according to the conservatives? The federal government, of course. Those commie bastards are sending money everywhere so that Castro and Lenin can reach their dicks out of the grave and skullfuck us until we submit to communist cuddle parties. The only ones that can save us are the beloved conservatives in Canada and the Republicans in the USA. Backed by their corporate teddy bears and unfettered deregulation, they will make North America the guiding light of prosperity, faith, and hope. I mean, really. Who wouldn't want Jesus and Walmart having a baby with Irving Esso and Halliburton to create the ultimate North American paradise with no abortion, heavy theocracy, and corporate overlords who jerk off to pictures of Donald Trump licking Pierre Polyev's ear while getting rammed in the ass by Putin. Yes, I said what I said. Donald Trump is Putin's bitch. Polyev is Trump's loving groupie. These people want oligarchs to rule our world and fuck the government because then they can stop worrying about people and start focusing them into, or I'm sorry, start forcing them into indentured servitude by raising student loan debt and making it to where they have to work their asses off forever and never get to fucking retire because they have to pay back student loan debt. When in all actuality, it makes way more sense to forgive the debt so that these people can spend lots and lots of money because they will actually have it and that will actually increase the economy. But you fuckers are too stupid to understand that. So what you really think is that, no, we can't give people student loan debt forgiveness because if we do, then our economy is going to tank. But that's not the case. The case is, if these people don't have to worry about paying thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, then they can go buy houses, they can buy cars, they can buy clothes, they can buy grocery, they can buy this, they can buy that. They will have expendable income, and that expendable income will help the U.S. and Canadian economies. That is just how it fucking works. 
But you people don't under-fucking-stand that. Okay, I'm just kidding. Not really, but, I mean, here are some things that we are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about, number one, the profits during this year by big oil, big grocery, or big retail. And we're going to talk about big power, a.k.a. the Nova Scotia Power, holding green energy and the Nova Scotian people hostage with a 14% increase in the next two years. We're also going to talk about the buffoonery of conservatives and their war on the woke. But before that, a word from our sponsor. Pleasure is like the most beautiful beach. The waves may ebb and flow, but as long as you have passion, the waves will keep rolling in. At Passionate Waves Therapy and Virtual Boutique, we know that passion requires connection. We often speak of intimacy as intercourse, but it is so much more. Intimacy is the passion of wave, uh, the passionate waves of connection. It is the essence of what our souls feel as we relate and connect. Passionate Waves Therapy and Virtual Boutique is a practice that embraces connection. Mental health, sexual health, and relationship health are very intimate subjects that we hope to help you to connect with. Check out our website at passionatewaves.ca or passionatewaves.com. Hmm. Passion. Passion's great. I have a passion for pissing off the right and being just as profane as the lowest of Trumpers. See, I truly believe that until the left embraces the profanity, mocking nature, and brutality of the right, we will keep being the little nerds that get spanked by the idiot jocks. I, for one, am not getting spanked unless my wife is doing it for my pleasure. Some things bring up my friend. So that brings up my first point. We are in a time of inflation, and prices are spanking the shit out of us. The conservatives want to blame the government for everything, but in 2022, big oil has posted record profits, as has big grocery or big retail. Let's take a look. So in Canada, Canadian oil companies rake in record profits this year and made last year's profits look as tiny as PP's balls. CNRS made a net profit of $1.55 billion last year. Their second quarter this year? Fuck me if they didn't make $3.502 billion. 2022, quarter two of 2022, $3.502 billion compared to $1.55 billion second quarter of last year. Holy shit. They doubled it. In a time of inflation and high gas prices, their net profit. I'm talking about a net profit. I'm not talking, I'm not saying, hey, you know what? These people shouldn't make any kind of profit at all. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that they shouldn't be making profits like that. They shouldn't be raking in double the profit when we're in a fight for our lives. Like, literally, in a fight for our lives... It's, it's fucking ridiculous, guys. 
Anyways, Imperial Oil of Canada made a measly $366 million last year in net profits. This year, they made over $2 billion, more than doubling. Suncor cleared about $868 million last year, but engorged their sacks with $3.996 billion during this year's second quarter. So while the citizens of Canada were suffering and having to put off things because they couldn't afford gas, these rich fucks were getting bloated from our pocketbooks. Now, our oil company neighbors to the south ate the American spirit with their own net profits. ExxonMobil on Friday morning reported its highest earnings of $19.7 billion for the quarter while Shell reported its second highest of 9.5 billion. This is all, this is profit. This is all net, not gross, this is net. All of this while PP, Pierre Polyev, and his Republican counterparts in the states tell us that gas is going up due to the money we are sending to help the Ukrainians. No, it's going up because these oil companies are charging more and price gouging. That's all. Because while they made this profit, the cost of a barrel of oil actually went down, not up. In fact, there were record profits across almost all industries. But let's talk about retail slash groceries. According to Walmart's own corporate site, Walmart, Walmart's U.S. quarter three sales grew 8.2% and 17.4% on a two-year stack. They continued to gain market shares in groceries. Walmart International net sales were $24.4 billion, an increase of $1.3 billion, or 5.7%, negatively affected, yes, by $1.1 billion from currency fluctuations, double digits, uh, comps in three of the largest markets in Mexico, Canada, and China. But they still made a lot of profit. So while the rest of us are losing our shirts, these corporate fucktards are making more profit by increasing prices. Just this week in Nova Scotia, we were told that Nova Scotia Power is going to be increasing rates 14% in the next two years. First of all, their service sucks ass. And the infrastructure? Holy shit, it would look better if a fifth grader designed it. But we're going to be paying a shitload more and not getting much more in service at all. Fuck that shit. Once again, corporate greed is what is causing a strain on your pocketbook, not the federal government's. Let's get this real. Get real and understand that these conservative fucktards are lying to you. Now on to the last subject. Now, recognizing that this is a very, very short episode, and that's fine, because I wasn't wanting to do a really long episode, but we're going to go to this last one, okay? The last subject is conservatives morons calling us leftists woke, as if it's a bad thing. See, it's not a bad thing. It's a lot easier to see the horseshit of the far right when you're awake 
it's a lot easier to see the white supremacy, the transphobia, the theocratic buffoonery, the misogyny. Yes, we're woke. We're wise to the over-religious corporate racists who hate women having any control over themselves because we do not believe that women should be barefoot and pregnant asking hubby for an allowance after slaving away at home and making his fucking sandwiches. Get your own goddamn sandwich, dick. We are woke because we want to live in a world in which human beings are treated fairly and not like they are just cogs in a goddamn machine. We want to live in a world in which Ken does not get away with beating the shit out of Barbie or raping Kimber. We want to live in a world where men who sexually harass or sexually assault women are not rewarded by becoming U.S. Supreme Court justices. If you're curious who I mean, uh, we're talking, I'm talking about Justice Thomas and Justice Kavanaugh. And you guys can say, you conservative fucks can say it's not true, it's not true. But, um, hmm, I beg to differ. Finally, we want to live in a world which treasonous acts like January 6th and the trucker convoys are considered wrong and people standing up for racial justice is considered right. You're damn right we're woke. I'm woke as fucking proud of it. Welcome to my world. Welcome to the Tim Baxter Show. Come on back. You hear?